Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast extra video. I'm here with David Eckert from the Clarion Ledger, and we're going to talk about the first half of the season, the night game coming at Auburn, and all of that good stuff. How are you doing, David? I'm doing great, Stephen. Looking forward to a little bit of rest this week talk some football it'll be fun how are you pretty good like just off air we were talking is like you apparently your hometown where you grew up was like a couple hours from where i was stationed in the navy and yeah it was kind of nice reminiscing about pennsylvania a little bit <laughs> yeah we were talking about uh scenic scranton pennsylvania where mm. there's nothing to talk about except the office um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to getting home. Um, and it's always good to talk to somebody who knows the area because there's not that yeah. many down here. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's pretty good. And, and, and I don't know if they're still good, but like, um, what is it? CB West. Are they still a power in high school football oh, yeah. out there? Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Of course. <laughs> so that's interesting. So it's a bye week Ole Miss has made it through six games and they're five and one. Uh, last year, this team might have been two and four, uh, and I'm dead serious about that. Um, this year's team is five and one. I saw a post by Michael Katz on Twitter where Ole Miss has already scored more fourth quarter points this season than they did all of last season. What What is your impressions of this team through one half of the year? Yeah, I think, you know, in some sense, senses, it's exactly what I thought they'd be. And in some senses, it's not, um, you know, they're, they're deeper. Definitely. Uh, that's something that I talked a lot about coming into the season. Um, you know, I think, and I actually, I wrote a little bit about this today. Um, you know, Michael and I kind of had the same fourth quarter thought, but um, I, you know, you look at uh, Ole Miss's fourth quarter success last year, they were four, seven and two in the fourth quarter this year, they're five and one. Um, and, coming into the season, I thought they'd be better, but I thought they'd be better because offensively, um, you know, Lane Kiffin was talking a lot preseason about his depth at the skill positions, um, his general depth offensively and how maybe that makes it easier to run his high tempo offense and be more effective late in games. But really, you know, talking to him a little bit about it Sunday, he, he thinks that he's seen more impact defensively, um, where especially – you know, along the front, Pete Golding just rolls guys. I mean, um, against Arkansas, they had seven guys with at least half a sack and five of them didn't, didn't start. So, um, you know, that's kind of a little bit of something that surprised me, maybe where that impact is coming from. Um, but yeah, you know, Jackson Dart's been what I thought Jackson Dart would be. Obviously, you'd probably have expected them to run the ball a little bit better, though that's coming along now. Um, you know, I, I think some of the weapons ha have, have surprised Trey Harris. Certainly you thought he'd be good. You didn't think he'd be as good as what he's been when he's been healthy. Um, and, and then defensively, I think, you know, it's, it's been better than I thought it would be. Um, and I know that's a weird thing to say after their two weeks off of just getting thrashed by LSU, but really against all, uh, against, uh, Alabama, excuse me, who, that's not a mistake you want to make mm -hmm. uh, against Alabama. Um, you know, I thought they played well. Tulane, same thing. Um, and Arkansas. So really in meaningful games outside of that LSU one, they've been pretty decent, which, 
you know, is an upgrade for Ole Miss defensively. So a couple things that, you know, pop up that kind of headline the surprises, but generally this is probably the Ole Miss team that I, I thought that we'd get anyway. You know, a, a stat that I saw over the weekend, um, I think it was on the ESPN broadcast, and I've kind of taken it and ran with it, but Ole Miss is currently fifth in the country in sacks. Wow. Defensively. Yeah, and they're 12th in tackles for loss. You know, I'd be inter- – one of my bold predictions this this, mm. this season, Stephen, was I predicted that they would lead the SEC in sacks. Um, and I didn't feel great about it. It was mm. bold. Um, they're not called reasonable, happy predictions. But I'd be curious to see where they are in the SEC, actually. Because, look, I mean, they've got – again – it's it's a one guy example that I'm using here, but they've got Isaac Ukwu, first team all Sun Belt, uber experienced. He's like 24, coming off the bench most of the time, you know. So there's just there's a ton of pass rushing depth there. Um, yeah, I, I think that's going to continue. I don't think that's an aberration at all. Yeah, you want the, the SEC? Tennessee is actually leading the country in sacks but they have the same number as Ole Miss and Alabama who are tied. So they're all three have 22 sacks, but since Tennessee has one less game, they're technically leading the SEC in sacks. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So that's, that's the one to watch. You know, I don't root for teams, but I have predictions. So I will be rooting against the offensive lines that play Tennessee moving forward. (laughs) exactly yeah you're you're right on target you know we're sitting here at the turn and one of the things that I've been surprised by seeing is the emergence of Ulysses Bentley the fourth and everybody talked about Quinshawn Judkins um, and the role that he would have coming into the season and he's a really good running back but Ole Miss is finding that Zach Evans type of running back in Ulysses Bentley and I think he's going to be unlocked a little bit more during the course of the season. Don't you think? Yeah. He's, he has earned more touches, you know, and don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Ulysses Bentley is better than Quinn John Judkins and should like start. But what I am saying is he's, he's earned a slice of the pie, kind of like what Zach Evans had last season. Um, So he's, you know, he's explosive and that's something that Ole Miss really values. If you look at, the explosive runs that they've had this season. I think a high percentage of them have come from Ulysses Bentley. So, yeah, um, I would expect that to continue. Um, maybe, you know, you, you you evolve that rotation into a place where, okay, Ulysses Bentley is on the field in these situations and Quinshawn Judkins is on the field in these situations because I don't really think they've gotten there yet. Um, or maybe not. Maybe that's not what they want. But I, I agree with you. I think I think he's a really good player, experienced, uh, finally healthy. So, yeah, I think you'll keep seeing him play, play well for Ole Miss. All right. So now let's move on to the Auburn Tigers a little bit. There's going to be a 6 o'clock game on ESPN in Jordan-Hare at Auburn. It's going to be an absolute zoo no matter what happens in their game versus LSU this weekend. Um, they're going to build up that. I, this is a situation to where – Two years ago, Ole Miss went there and was a 10, 11-point favorite, played down to their competition. Auburn kind of got them. This is a situation, I think, to where they have to be careful because if what happens hap, hap, is what I think happens in Baton Rouge, Auburn's going to get boat raced probably a little bit in that game because Auburn's offensively, I don't know if they have enough players to take advantage of what LSU is defensively. 
So Ole Miss has a long history of playing poorly in games like this, and they get scarier than they need to be. How do you see this game going? Yeah, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot of Auburn yet. I'm excited to watch them this weekend. Um, I guess, you know, part of the beat rider life is I don't see any of the other games. <laughs> you know, I just – I see Ole Miss. But um, I have seen some Peyton Thorne uh, from his Michigan State days. I, You know, not, not somebody that is particularly threatening in my opinion. But, yeah, if Auburn's going to win that game, they're going to do it with defense, right? Um, that's how they've been achieving the – whatever success that they've had so far this season, I think they're three and two and oh and two in the sec. Um, so, you know, can Ole Miss go on the road um, in what's going to be an electric environment? It's kind of similar. And again, Alabama is obviously way better than Auburn, but it's similar in the sense that there's going to be a massive buildup to this game. You're going to go to a really difficult place to play and you're going to play a good defense. Um, can you figure it out? Right. Um, can you get Trey Harris involved in assuming, assuming that he's back? Can you run the ball effectively and get the explosive plays, not just the four five, six yard games can, um, you know, can Jackson dart kind of take it by the reins and, and really make it happen for this offense. So I think that's an interesting test. Um, if you're asking me right now who I would pick, I, I, I would feel pretty good about Ole Miss winning that game. Uh, maybe not comfortably, but, getting it done. Um, but yeah, it's uh, really, I think the test lies on the offensive side of the ball there because Ole Miss's defense, I think is what it is. It's not perfect, but it's going to give you a platform to, to win some games. So can you score the points? Yeah. Um, Ole Miss played Baylor in the 2021 Sugar Bowl and they were coordinated defensively by Ron Roberts, who is now at Auburn. Lane Kiffin, since he's been at Ole Miss, whenever he sees a defense that kind of gets him, see Arkansas in 2020, that type situation. When he comes back, he figures out what happens and he knows how to attack that defense. So I, th I it would surprise me, my point, if Ron Roberts had a plan that kind of stifled Ole Miss's offense completely. I, I do think Ole Miss is going to be ready to go because Lane Kiffin – he knows that he could schematically got got by Baylor that night. Mm -hmm. And 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 I'm sure Ron Roberts is going to try and do a lot of the same stuff because the offense hasn't changed. So I, I do think that is something that people need to watch for. Yeah. You know, it's I really enjoy the cat and mouse. And I I regret that maybe I'm not like schematically aware enough to really identify it at times, but that's an interesting storyline to follow, to be mm -hmm. sure. I mean, uh Lane Kiffin's a smart guy. I, I, I don't think I don't think he makes schematically the the same mistake twice very often, like you said. Um, so we'll see what we'll see what he cooks up. Um, like I said, I, I I think Ole Miss will get this done, but Jordan Hare at night, it's stuff happens, right? This is the SEC. Horseshoes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Anyway, thanks for making the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. David Eckert for the Clarion Ledger. What have you got going on this week, man? Uh, I'm taking some time off this week, but something interesting that I'm going to do on, on Wednesday uh, should come out Thursday. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the line, you know, the, the betting line for the remaining six Ole Miss games. Um, so, you know, 
let me know what you think of that. I'm going to write a little basketball tomorrow as well. Um, bye week gives me some time to do that. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. You can find it. I'll, I'll tweet it out, uh, David Eckert 98 on Twitter, or you can find it at theclarionledger.com. Yeah, and if I see it, I'll retreat it as well. So um, appreciate it, David. You have a good day and safe travels back to Pennsylvania, man. Appreciate it, Stephen. Thanks for having me.